This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. So I uh, threw something out there during my exit uh, that I was hoping some of you might catch, and some of you may have, but for those that didn't, what I said was, two and two, be right back at you. And for those that are going, what are you talking about? Well, that's because Chuck Woolery, who used to host a whole bunch of uh, game shows, um, would always say, two and two, right back at you. And I really thought, Danielle, the way you giggled, you, you got it, but... You then said to me on the commercial break, is that a sports reference? And I was just like, oh, no, no, not a sports reference. I'm too synonymous around here for sports. It's a a bit much. It's true. Uh, But yeah, if you haven't heard it, just uh, YouTube, Google Chuck Woolery, and that's his tagline. Uh, One of the things we do uh, around this time is we check in with woodworking and that's uh jeff thompson today we're chatting about the oscillating tool and it sounds powerful as it turns out it can it's good for cutting just about anything nice to have you back uh jeff hey nice to be here nice to be back all right so let's start with the uh, million dollar question an oscillating tool can you tell us what it is, please? You know, I was always wondering what it was. Everyone was talking about it. And it's a tool that when you hold it in your hand, you aim it forward like you're pointing a flashlight, let's say. But it's shaped, if you picture a spatula, um, a narrow, small spatula that in the front of it, that very front of it is kind of like uh, it vibrates back and forth, left and right. So it's like a little hacksaw blade on the edge or a saw blade on that front lead edge. So when it's vibrating, whatever you push it into, it'll cut right into. Wow, so what would you use that for? Well, say you're doing tongue and groove and you wanna cut the tongue off or you know something where it's mounted on the wall, or if you wanted to cut out an outlet box, you can push it up against the wood and push it up and just glide right up with it. And you can go through sheetrock. When you're putting sheetrock in, you can cut things. You can just shave off nails. You can cut edges of boards. It's it's just so versatile because you don't have a, a full-blown skill saw type of thing trying to reach in or cut something. You can just push this blade in there and touch it to it and just start shaving away. How does someone who's blind and partially sighted go about uh, using this tool? Well, what's really nice about it is it's the vibration, all the action is on the very front edge. So you can actually be touching part of it, part of the blade up there The once you get familiar with it. So when you're making contact, if you scratch like a line in the wood with a scratch all or even, you know, a Braille stylus, if if I may, all the Brailleists are going, no, don't do that in the wood shop. <laughs> <laughs> but if you scratch something, you could put it on there, line it up with your finger and stuff, and just start up and go slowly and see if you're going straight. Or what I've done is put a board right next to it and screw it on. 
And that's my guide. They do sell a little guide that you can put in with this, uh, add it to it as an accessory. But I found that I'm able to use it the way I want to. Um, but yeah, it's pretty safe. Always familiarize yourself with the tool to see how it goes, turn it on, see how it works and stuff. And then just practice on something like the box that it came in. I shredded it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so you, you say that it's, it's safe. Does it stop if your hand gets in the way? Oh, no. Uh, beware. Beware. That's what ah. I was saying. <laughs> before you turn it on or before you put the battery on it, you know, investigate it. Put the blade on, take it off. It's basically, if you know what a small spatula is, one that's probably an inch and a half, maybe two inches wide, it's it, that very lead edge is where all the action is, and it's just one piece. There's no moving parts up there, but that whole piece will vibrate super fast. Back, and, You know, like an electric knife? Have you ever operated one of those? Yes. Yeah. They're good for turkeys. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is good for woodworking, a little bit of metal workshop work, because you can put a metal blade on it. There's... I bought a package of five. I haven't looked at all the variety of blades that I have, but it came with a bimetal blade and a wood blade. So other tools can do this work, uh, but why did you get this? Well, you start hearing chit chat. You know, you're working on something and someone will say, oh, I should have brought my vibrating tool. And I'm thinking, what vibrating tool? Then someone says, oscillating tool. Well, there's another tool. I didn't know they were talking about the same thing. And it just got to the point where I wanted to look it up. And I listened to some YouTubes and heard them talk about it. Then I went to the store and actually put one in my hand. And I thought, wow, I get it. You know, it just finally came to me like, oh, you know, like if you ever have to reach in somewhere hard and cut, shave something, straighten something out or whatever, this has that opportunity. Yeah, you can use a saber saw or you can use other saws, but, and you probably won't use this all the time, but when you need that specific tool for that specific situation, because you're getting yourself into situations, this is this is the cat's meow. Oh, I, I know that there are some people in my life who are never happier than when they discover a new tool. It's like, oh my goodness, now I have to find out all the things it can do. But um, I think that last time that you were on Kelly and Company, we were talking a bit about the screwdriver drill and impact driver, and they were both battery operated. Is this also battery operated? Same brand, same everything. That way the batteries are versatile. And uh-huh. I have had good luck with this brand. It's the DeWalt brand, and it comes with these smaller batteries like 1.5 amp hours um you know that they sell with and with this one i put on some bigger ones i bought some i i I broke the bank i bought two big six amp hour ones and those can go for a long time um because you never want to be out on the job and just your battery go dead and if you're going to operate these you always want two batteries so one's always on the charger but I timed how long it takes to charge one of the small ones. And it took a long time. So the larger ones, which are heavier and harder to hold sometimes, if you're going to do a lot of work, use all your small ones. But um, so I bought a, actually a, what do you call it? A rapid charging station as well. And so based on the word rapid, I'm going to assume it's a faster charger. Uh, no, it means it costs a lot more. 
Um, <laughs> it actually has a fan uh, on it too. So when it starts charging, I hear a fan to cool it down. It's like, whoa. So one of those big six, six amp hour batteries that I put on there, it'll do one of those in an hour. So if the other one's lasting, you know, while I'm working, you know, you're not turning it on and running it for an hour straight, but you're moving around doing some stuff. And, you know, I watched a video and saw this guy demonstrate what this amp hours mean. So if you're buying a battery, look that number up. 1.5, he couldn't do a big spade bit, you know, to drill a one inch hole into a block of wood. He could get it to work. And when he pulled it away, he still had power, but he didn't have enough oomph to do the work, the chore that was needed. So he switched out the battery and did the same with the same tool and put it on there and it went right on through. So it has, not only does it have longer lasting power, but it has more guts for that initial impact. That's that's good to know. I've, I found that sometimes battery powered tools are just, they, they have no guts that, that you know, you, you get it started. I mean, even handheld vacuum cleaners that are battery powered just don't have the, you know, the muscle that you want them to have when you're using them. I think on these power tools, it's really changed. I was, I was very late adopter to these type of tools. I still had the 12 volt and that's what the, how they measure them by volts. These are 20 volts. So you have a lot more oomph when you're going. I remember when 12s came out and everyone was going, whoa, this is a game changer. And now there's 20 volts. That's almost double. So yeah, you know, we could lean it that way. But they're, they're really good. They're really good. But the thing is they get you roped in a little bit with the batteries because they cost more than the tools, basically. Um, but once you have your battery system set up and your charging system going, why would you want to switch brands at that point? Because then you'd have to start over again with everything. So they got me roped in, but I've had good, um, I've had good experience with all these tools so far. And slowly I'm moving over towards battery operated tools. And who who would have guessed? Now, yeah, I'm really surprised. I, yeah. Now I'm going to challenge you a little bit here because on the script, it said that this oscillating tool is good for just about everything. Is there something that you would not use an oscillating tool for, and why or why not? Oh, I haven't had a lot of experience with it. Um, but my latest project right now, I'm removing some tongue and grooves to make room for some windows that I'll be installing in the shop. And there's nails, and these are just finishing nails. And I just go along, and I can just go, zit, zit, zit. <laughs> you know, I can use that like a spatula. You know, you can just slide it in there and just cut the nail and disassemble the wall in a sense. And when I come to the edge of the board where its other boards are interlocked and all that stuff, I can just cut straight down, and then there I am. That no one knows that that board was supposed to be eight foot long. If it's four foot, then I put another four. You know. So I haven't found the thing where I can't use it, but so far it's in those pieces, the, that little reach that I do. I have a Dremel tool that uh, a large, like a three inch blade on it. That thing gets hot, smoky and stinks and stuff. It's just, you know, it's a lot of action going on, you know, spinning and stuff like this. This thing just, you know, goes right along and just cuts through the wood, just like a, just like turkey and the electric knife. <laughs> Can, can you adjust the speed that, that it uh, vibrates at, or is it just one speed? 
Oh no, no. You can you can actually speed it up and go 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 with it. Um, the trigger, it's all in the trigger. How much you squeeze, how little you squeeze, and uh, the more I'm using it, the more I'm just using it for little parts of jobs that I don't really need the tool for. But when you come across that little bit, like a nail sticking out, um, you just shave it right off. Usually you have to pound the nail out and stuff, but if it's in some weird spot or something like that, just shave the nail off so no one gets hurt. And, you know, it's it's just all these little things that you can do with it. No, I do not need the tool. It's not an absolute need for a shop. But if you get to a point where you have the money and you can want to experiment with it and you get yourself into a lot of predicaments and other projects, this one, you'll find a use for it because it's a neat tool to have. Is there... It really sounds like it. When you talk about the speed, is it more about like the more confident I am using this oscillating tool, the faster I can go? Or is there a project where you say to yourself, no, I need speed? Or is this sort of the person with the the tool that's just confident that says, I have a need for speed and I'm across everything I do and that's how I'm going to roll? No, I when I tuck it into the wood, I just start going so I know that it's starting to go in. Then I got to verify and check. I haven't done the wide open speed. I'm sure if I came across a big 8D nail or something that I'd want to speed it up so I can get some teeth moving on that steel or something of that nature. So as you go along, you're going to find out how to do it. Um, and as a blind person, you know, it's I, I'm going slow at it at first because safety first. I want to experiment with it. And, you know, I don't have a project where this is the tool that I'm using for the whole project. It's just one of the accessories, the options that I'll have in my toolbox, just like we have in the blindness field. You know, if you need it, if you know how to use a, a Mac or a PC or something like that. It's good to know, you know, all these options. So it's good to have that in your back pocket when you need it. Now, of one of the things that I've always noticed about um, the tool owners in my life is that once they get a new tool, they're looking around wildly for a, a, a reason to use it or a place to use it. Have you found that when you got this, you were starting to think about, now, how can I use this tool in nine different ways? Is that is that something that's happened for you? Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm all over the place out, out there in the garage. Um, I call it garage right now, but it's actually an acronym for Jeff. It's Jeff's Egotistical Fantastical Fortress. But <laughs> I was out there and I have these nails where I've taken down tongue and groove. And instead of going up with a claw hammer and going pull, 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 and maybe drop them and stuff, I can just go along. I can put my fingertips on it because I can guide it with my other hand, bring it up there, grab the end of the nail and bring that right behind it along the two by four and just go zip because it's just a small air gun finishing nail that's holding the tongue and groove. So I just, zit, zit, zit. it's just kind of neat. Now that I'm thinking about it, I should have a magnet on my hand, you know, just oh. pick them up. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So what I was, I was wondering thinking. is, ha have ahead, you Danielle. created a project just because you got this new tool? Did, you, did it start making you think, oh, I know what else I could do with this? Well, the main thing was, did disassembling tongue and groove. Usually you start at the bottom, you mm. stack it up like Lego. But when I'm going to put a window in, like you already built a Lego house and now you want to put a window in, you come to a pause, don't you? <laughs> You're just like, uh-oh, I got to take that wall down this far. But with this tool, I can extract tongue and groove boards wherever I want to and make it look seamless because I can change the distance, cut off the tongue, extract the boards, 
you know, and I don't have to get a saw up there, set the depth and guess where I'm going to cut with. It's messy. And this thing's small enough and I can touch up near the near the tip back, you know, halfway back the spatula, kind of get a sense of where it's going and stuff. And yeah, it's kind of neat. So the holidays are upon us. And if we look in your shop, what's missing on the shelf that's on Jeff Thompson's wish list for Christmas? Mm, that's a good one. That, that's really a good one. I was thinking, I see all these organizers out there and we got this container store over here and they got these organizers. I was thinking of making a section of the wall with all these, it's kind of high priced a little bit, but a really neat organization system with um, some people use them in closets and stuff, but they make some for the wall that I would, it'd be nice to just have all the stuff that's kind of sitting around sometimes or gets sit, sat around here and there. I like to get an organization system going. Love it. Awesome. Well, best of the season to you, and I hope that uh, you get those empty parts of the shelves uh, filled over the holidays, and we'll talk to you again soon down the line. All right. Happy holidays. That was Jeff Thompson talking to us about the oscillating tool, which can cut just about everything. And next time, we're going to talk about small industry products that he's going to beginning to write in the new year. Coming up next, we're going to be wrapping up this program, telling you what's coming up on Now with Dave Brown tomorrow morning and what's coming up on the next edition of Kelly and Company. Stay tuned. We'll be back. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hadjar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.